Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Conscious Reconstruction. I am the host with the most, aka Tony Melbourne. I'm joined here with the illustrious, the amazing, the zero cool Ashley in the building. Hi. Oh, you gotta have more energy than that. Hi. You can't sound all timid when you come on the mic. Hi. Hi, everybody. I want six microphones. Six of them? Don't we need some more? Or is this just it? I want to add more people. Yeah, they're coming. I know. You're going to get bored and you're going to add more people. (laughs) Six more people? Oh. Four more people. Four total. Yeah, I can feel it coming. Good. As long as as you know. (laughs) I can feel it coming. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I think that more people makes for more dynamic conversation. Absolutely. I agree. And. I watched another show that had more people and it just reaffirmed how I felt. I said, you know, this is exactly one of the people was missing for like a couple of the weeks. Mm-hmm. And well, a couple of the shows. And that was cool. And then when one of the other people was missing for a nice like two or three shows. And then they came back and I was like, oh, you're the energy. You are the childishness in this in this room. Mm-hmm. Like everyone else is kind of like serious and everything. And when you weren't here, like when you were here and the other person was gone, pretty much the same antics. But when you were gone, much more like a mature show. And I'm like, nah, you need Queen's Flip in, in this. Because he is fucking a, just like on crack or I don't know what's going on with him but he is loud and obnoxious and aggressive and abrasive all the time all the time and it's great but how are you how was your weekend my weekend was pretty busy and enlightening oh yeah Riley was gone so I taught myself I watched that Pamela Anderson documentary that was something special was it? Yeah, because, like, growing up, seeing that fucking tape come out, it's like, what the fuck? And then she gets to tell her side of the story. And it wasn't, like, I don't know, it was the most exciting thing ever, but I like how neutral the documentary was. Wasn't trying to paint nobody, like, as, except for the people who they claim leaked their tape. But, I don't know, it was a nice little peek inside of her world. And I was like my little girls night thing. I usually don't be doing shit like that. Like I was gonna watch 90 Day Fiance and cut a glass of wine. Okay, look at you. <laughs> I was gonna do something like that. I'm like, yeah, bitch, you should be basic as fuck today. I'm like you right, but I didn't do that. I just uh, I took me a nice little magnesium bath and just chilled in my bedroom. A magnesium bath? What is that? You take uh, like magnesium salt, Epsom salt. Okay. That's that's what it is, magnesium. Oh, why did you say Epsom salt bath? Because I like saying magnesium <laughs> and I put it inside the tire. It's fucking magnesium. Fuck y'all. Look at the goddamn ingredients. It's magnesium. That's my shit. Okay, well, that's fair. Y'all want to relax your nerves? Take some magnesium. You clearly like that word. Yes. <laughs> Great. I see that. Um, if you get frequent headaches, take that shit. If you a nervous Nelly all the time, take that shit. <laughs> I do it every day almost. Okay. Is like in the pill? Yep. Okay. For sure. It helps a lot, a lot. So to be complex. 
That's a good one for your nerves. Be complex. I need to start taking vitamins. Oh, for sure. They just they help me sleep and they relax me. And I had another one, 5-HTP, that one knock you out. It don't make me feel groggy like melatonin do. So that's really good. I and need I to think figure out where all these... I think it's like these... pure serotonin or some shit. I need to start a garden and figure out where all these uh, different ingredients come from in like plant form. Yeah. Then I should eat those. I just read a book about the liver today. I was at the library. That was really enlightening. It's called Liver Rescue, but I don't know who the fuck made it. What was it about? Like, he was talking about how your liver is actually a cause of, like, a lot of just acne, gaining weight, your skin, like, eczema, psoriasis, uh, what else? Irritable brown syndrome, a whole bunch of stuff. And they were talking about the importance of your, of your liver. It's like, you know how they say your gut is your second brain? Well, your liver kind of responsible for a lot that's going on down there. And could probably release a lot of problems if you just treat your liver a little bit better. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'll go with this. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Sounds productive. <clears throat> I did yoga. Did you? It's my first time. I'm surprised because you always want to start a yoga studio and <laughs> this is like your first time doing it. Did you like it? Yes. Yeah? I did hot yoga. Mm-hmm. Shit kicked my ass. <laughs> I mean, I made it all the way through, but definitely was sweating like I was in the sauna. I was like, oh, okay. This is more challenging than I anticipated. For sure. Because, like, none of the poses by themselves are really complicated. But, like, she gives you, like, a pose routine to go and through. you constantly moving. Yes. <laughs> you constantly I'm like, uh, moving. I'm like, whoa, this is supposed to be not this. <laughs> yeah, no, it's full body stretch and you are moving the entire time. Like, yeah, she'll go through like two to four rounds of something and then she'll give you like free movement where you just go at your own pace and kind of go through the routine as as you as you will and like it was good though i i enjoyed it i'm signed up to go back monday so and i'm having a good time um i think i'm gonna add that into my uh look at you getting flexible did you see how inflexible you are too Mm. no you're not oh you work out so and i stay in the gym so it's not an issue recognize that the level of flexibility that I want and the level of flexibility that I have in my I guess the level of flexibility that I needed in my mind and what I have yeah we're very very far apart doing the yoga showed me that you're flexible enough to go through all of this and be fine mm. what you want to do is be like uber flexible <laughs> and things like that so yeah. you have to recognize that no it's not that you're like stiff where you want to go is just not here so that wasn't bad um i had had a really good time i worked out for another hour and a half Mm -hmm. i think that uh that's gonna be my at least a saturday routine because i know they have saturday class at like 11 so i think i'm gonna do like 11 to 12 going to the um yoga Cool. Look at that. 
Yeah, other than that, well, that was did I do yoga yesterday? That was Saturday that I did yoga, and then I really just hung out Saturday after yoga. Then um, Friday, I don't know what I did Friday and shit. I didn't really do nothing Friday. I don't know what the fuck I did Friday. I got work. No. <laughs> I don't remember what I did Friday. Saturday was pretty busy. Sunday was busy-ish. What the fuck did I... Oh, yeah, I saw Ant-Man. Marvel not getting no more of my money no more. Someone said something that made a little bit of sense to me. What? Marvel started 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. We were very different people 15 years ago. Very. And they were, and we were also much younger 15 years ago. <clears throat> what? Nah, I'm not buying that one. I'm not buying, like, okay, I'll say, like, we're different people. But the content of it, like, is so childish. But I think it spoke to us when we were more childish. No, it, no, no, the this first is one different. came out when I was 18. <laughs> but this is different. Iron Man had something to it. Endgame had like I never seen it but motherfuckers are saying it's like it's, it earned like its space as one of the greatest movies of all time regardless if it was a comic book movie let's see Blade whatever the fuck comic book movie we had when the beginning stages of it they were exciting and they were real written these movies today are not real written and it's so fucking frustrating <laughs> they are not real written they, they aren't good I'm not, excuse the part where if it's just a comic book movie. That don't got nothing to do with it. It's just not good movies anymore. Okay. I don't know who they made that movie for. It had to be for a six-year-old. And I really wish I was putting this lightly. Because it just was, it was corny. Half of it don't make sense. This bitch map out, build something randomly. Oh, I've been down here just building a whole fucking thing that can man up the quantum universe and then it just randomly spits out a fucking hole to suck them in <laughs> now don't it's a the sucker movie for everybody <laughs> fuck people that might movie still want to see it so don't don't ruin the movie for other people who want to go see it madam all right fuck that stupid ass movie they're not getting no more of my fucking money That's even fine. though i didn't pay for this they're not getting any more of my attention they have ruined it i don't care what happens you go into it because i didn't know who Kang was. I didn't know who the fuck that guy was. And then I'll usually go, usually when I watch a movie, I go back and like see other people's like opinions on it because that's just something I do. And they explained who Kang was. And let me just say this if he was supposed to be like Thanos' replacer, I would never have known. I would have never guessed. I would have never guessed. But I'm going to let y'all do what it do with this movie and shut the fuck up about it. That's why I don't like, well, what did you guys see? Oh, my God. Because now, now, now I'm in my feelings about this. Mm-hmm. They will never. I want to go see my husband, Paul Rudd, run across the fucking screen. Disappointed. Um. All right, well. Yeah. But y'all go have fun. Y'all let me know <laughs> what you think about it. I took a day off from the gym. Mm-hmm. Also, um, had some brunch. Um, be making that a lot was of, today? No, just in general, I've been making a lot of French toast. My yeah. week. Put in an air fryer? 
Nah, <laughs> I don't know how to make French toast in the air fryer. I seen somebody put toast in the air fryer, and then like in the middle it was like custardy. <laughs> Blueberries and raspberries. <laughs> it sounds yummy, Dodi. You want it? No, I don't. <laughs> I'll make my French toast the normal way because it doesn't seem like it'd be good in the air fryer. Mm. Everybody mm. put everything in that bad boy. Yeah, people do. I mean, everything. Yeah. I ain't fucking with that thing. Maybe I'll give it a try, but I just don't think so. Like, I forgot where I saw it. It didn't look appetizing. It didn't look bad. But no, the air my, fryer, boy. My French toast be looking crazy good. So I don't know if I'm willing to take something <laughs> that you say don't look not bad. Like, you laugh. I'm it's serious. Custardy as shit in the middle. No, man. Sounds like a custardy good time. <laughs> Sounds no, like a look, I got griddle marks on my fucking French toast. Oh, look at you. Like, where's the other one? I got little French toast sandwiches. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. I'm, <laughs> so, French toast sandwiches? Yeah, you fucking Cool Whip as the fucking spread. Uh huh. Man, shit is decadent as fuck. You a sweet cool Whip, fresh strawberries. I got me a nice good syrup to dip my sandwich in. It's an amazing time in the morning for me. Yeah, see. And you talk about this mediocre bread in a fucking air fryer. Absolutely not. You gonna try it? Watch. I'm not. I'm gonna spend my two hours no. and make my breakfast. Crisp up the bread. Mm-mm. I can see it happening possibly. No. <laughs> I let my bread get stale. Mm-hmm. I, and not even let it get stale. I just let it dry out. Like I sit out. Yeah. Oh. It's the first thing I do when I get in the kitchen. Take that bread out. Put it on a little tray so I get air on both sides. All right, you chill while I get everything else prepped and start to harden up. And then I throw it in the oven after I let it preheat for a little while and and let that do what it's going to do. And now it's firm enough to throw in this batter and retain some goodness. It's a good time. It's been so long since I cooked French toast. It's the only bread that I make for breakfast. I don't make pancakes or waffles. I think waffles are just crispy pancakes because it's the same batter. It sure you is. just use a different fucking cooking apparatus. So this is a crispy waffle. <laughs> no, a pancake. And I don't like pancakes, so I don't want the crispy version. So I just don't make it. I'm just saying. I just, I just don't need it in my life. But... Ash has some wonderful topics today. I, I have a wonderful um, Yeah, you topic. do yours. Go ahead. I'm not keep the fucking tradition. Nah. <laughs> well, I, I had a question. <laughs> well, I had a topic, and I forgot it. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't remember it for the life of me. And I think it was really good, too. Like, a good Don't one. fucking look me in the face. And, yeah, it was so good, Ash. Oh, my God. It was. Like, Randy I tried worthy, hard to find it. here. Oh, yeah, no, it is definitely. Why you ain't write it down? You the nigga that be driving 90 down the fucking freeway with your knees right here and then didn't write this one because down. Because I was having a thought, but I was also on YouTube and listening to music, mm-hmm. and I didn't have... So, I have lots of ideas, and if I don't write them down, like you said, this is why I'm always trying to know, they leave me, and I never remember them again, Ever. Ever? No. You don't. You gotta train your subconscious mind. My mind creates so much that anything that I don't deem worthy enough to write down, 
it deletes. It said, all right, well, bet. You don't need that. New idea. <laughs> Incoming in three, two, one. Here you go. It's a book called Yo Subconscious Power or whatever by James Van Fleet. And he teach you how to train your fucking subconscious mind and bring up shit. So, like, you can train your shit. Be like, all right, wake up at 5.30 without an alarm. You'll generally wake the fuck up around 5.30. I'd use that trick all the time. Or, like... If I forget something, I'm like, I know it'll come back to me. It worked a lot of the time. You just got to train yourself to bring it the fuck back. I'll work on that, but right now... Just tell yourself, like, it'll come back to me. I know it's going to come back to me. I'm going to remember what I thought. Know that, train your fucking shit. All the ideas I be having that I don't write down just disappear into <laughs> no, the void. They back there. Call them back. <laughs> <laughs> they might be. They there. What the fuck are you talking about? They just chilling just like you be doing. Yeah. Take them up. No, it's like, get your ass back up here. I'm not about to sit in the recesses back here. But then after that, I was like, I had a question. Mm-hmm. Um, did we talk about this? Did we talk about... Cause I have so many conversations with so many people. It's just, it just happens. I mean, look. Oh, no, we didn't... Did we talk about growth versus um, changing? Growth versus what? Changing. Growth versus changing. Yeah, in a relationship. No, I don't think so. Okay. You just explain that one. What do you mean? All right, so I guess the easiest way to, like, articulate them in, like, simple, so you could just, like, extremes. Let's say growth is you're with someone who's taking acting classes. Yeah. And then maybe a year, year and a half later... They're now like in a play or in a movie. That's growth. You saw that coming. This person is doing this to reach this other level and go there. Somebody changing is more like you're dating someone, y'all go to like the steakhouse every Friday, like that's y'all shit. Y'all get wings for the game. And then they just become vegan and opposed to using animal products completely. That's a change. Mm-hmm. You didn't see that coming. That's, <laughs> this is a whole new person that you're with now. <laughs> okay. So th- that's. <clears throat> so how do you feel like you should handle those situations in a relationship as the other person? And do you think that both of them are valuable? Yeah, um, because even growth could make you into a whole new different person, right? Like, yeah. they start acting or whatever, they go off to their passion, and what if you don't fit in their life anymore? Whatever it is that they chose to do, and they've grown into this new person, you can either choose to love them and accept this person. Because every time you hear about motherfuckers that was married, God knows how long they all kind of had the same thing they said it's not about being in love and staying in love forever it's kind of like one of the things is like you love this person every person that they become throughout they changes you love that person and throughout the other change you love that person and this is just me speaking on what they be saying not from personal experience because everybody have every day and they grown or have changed we've you know it's been distance apart so i guess it just wasn't meant to be in that aspect but is it important absolutely it's important for the individual 
Because who the fuck wants to stay the same for the rest of your goddamn life? That's weird. You didn't learn anything. You didn't push yourself anywhere. Um, why would I want to be with somebody like that? It might be painful if you got to go separate ways, but I wouldn't wish stagnancy and sameness on anybody. Do you think that there's a way to grow together? Grow together? Yeah, if you got that commitment to say, I love you despite these changes. These changes ain't really, like, foundational. Like, you've become disrespectful now. <laughs> like, you don't want to, you don't really like having sex with me or some weird shit. Or maybe you could, could you outlast that? I don't know if something sexual, but could you change? I guess it depends on what changes has been made. Okay. Yeah, no, I just had heard about it or I don't know when I was having that conversation it was mm-hmm. a while ago and I was like someone we were talking about like the difference between like people changing and like <clears throat> everybody's like I think that I agree with you but I also recognize that change can be hard mm-hmm. growth is usually like slow and noticeable and so sometimes that can be like drastic growth, but usually that's like incremental. Where change is usually more of like, I no longer do this. And I guess if you're already married to somebody, it it's probably hard to have to adapt to this new person. When, what if you aren't ready to grow or change or you don't want to? Right. So that would leave you going in a separate ways, right? We no longer really compatible anymore. So now we have to go. If that's what you want to do, but I don't like I said from we listen to advice from older couples who have been in their like 15, 20, 30 year marriages, they said I've loved them throughout all of that. They never not that they didn't say it wasn't hard or anything like that. It was like, yeah, it was like some years I didn't like this person, but I Is still it- loved them fair for someone to change without giving you warning how can you give somebody warning on change like i might go vegan next week who does that i mean if you had the idea why not share it yeah but what would that change for you either okay you were just thinking about it it's an idea until you start seeing that person really change it was all right well and then if the actual change happens then that's where you gotta like I guess I look at it like music where mm-hmm. when you listen to an album for the very first time you usually don't necessarily love everything that you hear there might be some standouts that like catch you yeah but most of it is usually like I don't know what's going on here it's usually that second listen once your ears are like alright I know what to expect now and then you can actually listen intently and hear all the sounds and hear the actual like instrumentation and like the lyrics and what's being said mm-hmm. and so I think it's kind of like that just for like your brain in general where it's like you allowed my mind to like mentally prepare itself and just run through some ideas and some like possibilities and then now that it's a reality I'm more comfortable with it because I've been allowed to like have brain exercises Maybe that's just me. Because yeah, as like, soon as you, you tell me something, them? I don't expect anything. But mm-hmm. if you tell me, hey, I'm thinking I might go vegan. Yeah. Now I am going to just think about, all right, well, what does that mean for us? If, like, 
if my wife is like, yeah, I'm thinking about that I want to go vegan. All right, that means that either A, I'm probably going to start having more vegan meals mm-hmm. because the other option is both of us having separate meals and cooking two meals for pretty much every meal. That's not the most feasible. So then I got to get into, all right, well, how comfortable am I going vegan? Am I going to go partial? Am I going to full? Am I, what does that look like? Maybe I want to do some research. So even if you decide not to do it, all right, no harm, no foul. But if you do, I'm equipped to be like, all right, well, I'm with that. Let's let's do it together. I think I never think more information in a relationship is a bad thing unless mm-hmm. you have something to hide. Yeah. Everything else like that leads to less information is uncomfortable trepidation and like your own personal shit. It doesn't really like come from like a, a place of like love, understanding, protection or anything like that. So it's like more communication seems like the the best way we should go. Okay. I'll give you that one. But now that I'm thinking about it, is change and growth like interchangeable? Does one necessarily have to happen? Because if you say, use the actor example, now they want to act in classes and say now you have to pick them up. Is that still like a big of a deal to you? Like, well, now you're going to act in classes. Now I got to, after work, now I got to go pick you up or no. you're not spending as much time as me as I would like because now your time is going to acting. No, I think that that's something that you kind of signed up for. Like, if you guys are having a conversation and they kind of express to you, hey, my desire is to, like, get into acting and, like, I'm working to pursue that. Mm-hmm. That means that, hey, what they have going on right now is cool, but they want to make it... They want to add They want to add on and do something else. And so you already know that they're into acting, and so they now they want to go to acting classes. They're letting you know. You kind of been prepped from the beginning, like, hey, I'm into acting. This is something I'm trying to figure out how to get into. So then taking acting classes is kind of just like another step forward in that growth where I don't really see it as a change. Like, certain dynamics may change. Like, yeah, we might see each other less, but I don't think the person has really changed. Whereas the other person, like, their philosophy could become, if we just stay on the veganism, just because mm-hmm. kind of it's simple, um, eating animals is now cruelty. Using animal products is cruelty. And have a completely different, like, uh, philosophical outlook on, on, like, certain things. So now we could be in conflict because I don't necessarily agree. Right. Because now you're a different person and now we butt heads because who you are thinks that what I'm doing is cruel. And now the lens that you view me through is different because you become somebody different. And now I have to either conform and become and change into someone that's compatible with that. Where I think as the other one where they're growing, it's like you're always going to be an active motherfucker. And you was fucking with me and I was fucking with you. So you now having a role and in a play don't really mean anything. Like you was in acting classes having to fake kiss people. So if that's the thing that's going to bother me, I should have known that when you told me, hey, I want to get into acting. They may eventually have to kiss somebody else that ain't me. 
mm-hmm. and I'm not comfortable with that. That wasn't them changing. That that's just them. They got a role of something that they wanted to do when they met you. They grew into that, and you just didn't accept that. So I think that they're different. Where they're not necessarily treating you different in this one. Where the other one, they could potentially become like a hostile territory now. Like, all right, I cook meat for dinner. Fucking murderer. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> I dated a guy that was vegan, and he called me a murderer, and made whatever the fuck we was talking about. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> let's just like how we get here. Exactly. And so now what if someone, you were dating someone, y'all go out to steak restaurants all the time, and then they start doing some research, go down a rabbit hole, and decide that this is murder and everything like that, and then now they're completely anti what you're doing. That's a whole new person. I wouldn't say that's where I, where I <clears throat> differ with you. That's not a whole new person. They just, philosophy just changed. At the core of who that is, more than likely, they were already kind of high strung and like maybe aggressive like it's just channeled in a different philosophy or opinion now because who they are didn't really change right they philosophy did or the opinion well, of I how something goes when did. i say a whole new person i mean yeah. the person that they were before was fully invested in you uh-huh and so in terms of relationship now this is a different person sure they might have had characteristics but those all still aligned with like y'all being together and now those characteristics are configured in such a way that they are no longer aligned with you and them like having a tenable relationship. So that's why I say it's different. Sure, it's the same things that are that they always had in them, but the way that they're presenting them now is in a completely different manner. And that's not necessarily the person that you would have chosen or you aren't the person that they would have chosen if they were this person. And now y'all in this relationship already. So y'all didn't just figure it out. Someone's got to change or acquiesce, and now it's, like, weird. But, like, yeah, like you said, we're older couples are like, well, yeah, it's hard, and we someone's got to do it. Right, but so... The acknowledgement is one of you, when you said someone has to do it, it means that one of you had to sacrifice what you wanted to be doing in the change, if that change... And not always, because some changes might not mean that y'all are polar or against it. You just might have to, like get adjusted to this new person how they behave right that's what you hear a lot of them talking about compromise and I think that's what they've been speaking on all this time but didn't articulate the way you saw that. Earth Kit doesn't like compromise though <laughs> that's what you I'm just saying like if I, that's what it is compromise and right. no one articulates they are oh you gotta didn't. what they you're think doing compromising is compromising is like you do what I say or what else like, it's not it's not that I don't mm. think that's that for me if compromise anything, is everywhere yeah for me it's like it's me holding on to my goofy ass opinion about this really hurting or helping regardless of whatever they got going on if it's something that's really like personally like like really attacking me and it's really enroaching on my boundaries and I you know what I'm saying it's really like uh I don't know somebody constantly calling you a murderer that becomes insulting after a while <laughs> yeah it's offensive it's like <laughs> We weren't doing this before, yeah. and now every time we had dinner, you like might her under your breath. I'm gonna start to feel away. Like at first, right. it's funny, it's cheeky, and then now every time you do it, it's yeah. Like now, now you've seen me as this murderer, and that's gonna cause a rift. But or I could just stop eating meat, right? And compromise. No, I don't think that's compromise because now you acquiesce into their demands, like. You didn't really want. If you wanted to do it, yeah. But if you didn't really you want did. to you do it, you wanted to be. You wanted to do it because you wanted to do something 
to maintain this relationship. Mm-hmm. And that was something that needed to be due to maintain this relationship. Well, I guess, I guess that's compromise. Yeah, so you people just be compromising and, and call it a whole bunch of different things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm comfortable with that. I just, we just all got to be honest. Like, hey, I'm willing to compromise some of the things that I want mm-hmm. because I want to do this. Oh, they're still compromising. But, like, but I know Eartha Kitt does not compromise for who and for what. I think she was just trying to say she didn't feel like she wanted to be anybody else other than her. I think she felt like if I compromise, then I lose me. <laughs> like, yes. No one's asking yes. to do that. No, that's exactly what you're asking the other mm-hmm. person to do. When you compromise, you do lose you. But that's because the whole... you aren't the you that you were before this obstruction became, and you had to choose self or this. Is do I want to remain me and myself, or do I want us? Right. That's where your ego come in. That's where that. That's where like. No, that's not what I want to say. That's where your ego come in. That's what get niggas divorced. Like. That's what get niggas split apart if they really didn't want to be. Because now you so overly concerned with the me and the eyes, you didn't think about the us. Like, I love this person regardless if this motherfucker eats me. Or like, like I said, like being compassionate and like that's one of those things that are really needed in marriage. And if a person don't have that coming in, that's gonna be that's gonna be really challenging because to survive all them years. But can I love that person if they think that since I work for for profit, they look at me as a greedy elitist now. Can I get through that? Because that's a change. We were both in the business sector doing things and then you started doing some reading and broadening your understanding and your perspective on life and you've come to the conclusion that the pursuit of like materials and things of that nature is anti to who you want to be and you see that as greedy leeching and those people shouldn't be allowed to continue forward I on the other hand am currently fully entrenched in that Mm-hmm. How do we navigate that? Someone's gonna have to compromise something. You're gonna bite your tongue and consistently either be dissatisfied with the means in which I provide and bring things in the house, or I'm gonna have to try and find other ways to provide that appease you. But someone's self is is muted. I don't know if that's always a good thing. So I don't know if I agree with Arthur Kitt, but I do get where she's coming from. But I also get where the people who are married are coming from, where it's like, well, if you want to remain married and this is the person that you say you love, then maybe there is at points where the you that is current has to be sacrificed for the us that can be. And maybe they'll have to sacrifice them for you when you make a change. But that's always tenuous because then it's like, well, maybe I make this sacrifice and they change and then I change and then they leave me. That's the chance you take. Like, I am not saying that it's <laughs> right or wrong. I'm just articulating the fact that I can recognize for people our trepidations of accepting that change where it's like, 
do I believe that if I was to change, they would accept me as well? Right. That's the chances that we take with these people in relationships. Love is a choice and love is action. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. All that fucking patience I've seen my parents exhibit for each other is daunting. You would never think that you would never think that you could do it, right? Like, you never think that you can until you start having, like, children, until you start loving people, until you start being like, dang, I don't want to be without this situation or this person, so I'm going to have to kind of grin and bear it through these, like, even with Riley, she ain't made no drastic changes yet, but you definitely know, like, or just, like, maybe, like, a small thing, like, now she don't want to hang out as much, like, she not... You know, she's not a kid no more, so my my brother started noticing, like, dang, where Riley at? She's like, she didn't want to go outside. <laughs> she didn't wanna go. So you got to kind of get used to that. Like, dang, she don't really want to hang out with me. And it's nothing that you've done personally. It's just her change that she's going through that every preteen and teenager has to go through, right? Now, could I opt out on my daughter if I was... <laughs> If I was that type of person, I could. Don't nobody really stop me from just being like, well, fuck this. <laughs> I could just drop my daughter off and never return. I could do that, right? Because now it's technically not compatible. If I was willing my reason, I could just leave my daughter and I'd have to deal with the consequences of that. But realistically, like, you love person, that's an action. That's something that you take. Can you decide to go? Absolutely. But... These things is the shit that motherfucker's been going through, battling through all damn years they've been married. Loving those people through those changes. And is it easy? No, because I've heard stories about, you know, my, my parents started dating and she was like, well, he wasn't always like this. And I'm sure my mother wasn't always like that when they first got married. But somehow they've made it to this whole ass fucking point where they still enjoy each other's company most of the time. <laughs> they enjoy each other's company. And I'm like... So I know it's possible. Is it easy? No. Oh, yeah, no. I don't think that it's impossible. Um, I wasn't saying that it's not something that people should do. I just... <clears throat> now I'm speaking more to people, like... Because, like, now, like, marriage is under scrutiny. Like, people don't want to do it because, you know, as much as motherfuckers want to... I actually read a really interesting book about this. Uh, I forgot what it's called. The Way We... I think it's called The Way We Never Were. And she was talking about family nostalgia, about how... <sighs> We'll see people trying to get back to his ideal in like the 50s and the 40s that it's like a nuclear household and she was explaining like that was engineered too nuclear households were engineered usually families across the world like this whole nuclear household thing is really fucking new because people usually saw like family as a community like one person didn't have just one dad everybody was dad every male was a part of a kid's life and every woman was part of a kid's life there wasn't this singular cut off ideal of what a family was. Technically, whoever was in your village or whatever the fuck was all your family. It wasn't a two-person thing. We could yeah. all count on each other. And that's one of the people why people don't want to get married because, like, we've seen it, right? Like, I hear my mother telling stories about all the time about how my fucking grandfather was a Rolling Stone and this nigga was fucking... He was, he was an asshole. Like, I gotta hear all those stories from my mother from her perspective. But so it wasn't always shaking like that. But now we see those consequences from them play out on our generation. We're like, you know, marriage. Oh, God, why would I want to do that? And yeah. I think this is one of those reasons why, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
you're not guaranteed a person forever. You're not guaranteed for them to be the same and hold up this romance bullshit that they keep trying to feed you. And it had to sober me up too. Like, you know, this ain't this ain't the easiest fucking rodeo, but this is not nothing. Choosing a partner could make or break your ass. So I get why you would be like, not you, but I get why it's like not how it was back then or whatever. Motherfuckers ain't so quick to do it now. That's what I'm saying. Oh yeah, no, it's uh, definitely more of a. I guess I can't say I. It's not the standard now. It's like you do what yeah. you do, what you don't, you don't. It's more of like. Individualized. Right before, it's like, you not getting married, nigga? Yeah, before it was very much so, the, like, the standard. And I can definitely say I see it in pockets where it's definitely the standard still. Mm-hmm. Um, but not not too much overall, like, and where it's, like, societal looks at you weird, like, if you're not married. Right. It's, like, almost, like, encouraging you not to. I can understand, like, if you buying into what the internet keeps saying about men and women then yeah I can see why you wouldn't want to get married to them <laughs> I can understand if you had to be caught up in that constant drama of this is what men want and this is what women want this is what y'all should be doing and it's real easy to get caught up in that then I would see why you wouldn't want to I'd see why but if you just go out and live life then you see it's not really that bad it's not the greatest as it ever has been with my short 32 year life but you know I'm still pretty hopeful it's something that I guess like since I grew up seeing I don't know how to not have it <laughs> like it's like what else are you gonna do you're gonna get married and plus I think I'm not a girlfriend type I don't think I'm a I feel like a lot of women are they made to be wives do they want to be wives no and that's completely up to them but me I already kind of know I'm someone's wife Somewhere, <laughs> so, I feel that. Yeah, like I'm not a girlfriend type. I never everything I do just don't be girlfriend ish. It be wife ish because that's what I learned. But that's neither here nor there. You might just be a girlfriend for your life. That's okay. Accept your role. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> so, do you want to talk about your uh, passport bros? Yeah, I think passport bros came up in my feed today and I'm going to read a little bit of information about what that is if everybody know people people good cause I was going to say I have no idea so, what they do or what they're it's about. like how white guys been doing it for years where they go to different countries and they're essentially looking for a wife they want her to be quote unquote you know, a traditional woman. She's submissive. That's the word they like to use. So that's the word I'm going to use. They want her to be everything that you would think a wife would be. And they think that the woman in this data market in America is complete and utter trash. They're tired of dealing with these women. So going across seas to find their wife, and in some cases just having sex with these women, is what they're going to do. And now, white dudes have been doing this for I don't know how long but now black men have some black men have gotten into this they say that this is the market that they want to be in black women are trash and they're done they're going to go usually to like Latina Latin countries probably um, Asian countries as well and Europe 
because they think the one quality women are better over there, so they're going to find out. Fair. I'm going to read uh, something from Quora. I don't know how you say his website name. But he goes on to say this is what he is looking for and why he does it. It's kind of long. It is not for submissiveness. It is for happiness and lasting marriage. What are the pros and cons of having a Filipino wife or girlfriend? They're loving, faithful, honest, not selfish, giving, loyal, not inhibited, flexible, adaptable. It is not hard to find a good woman. Just sort them out with simple tests to see if they're gold diggers. Even a poor family, if good people will not want to take financial advantage of you, especially if you're just dating or courting. You want an educated woman from a family in the country that is not desperately poor. My sister-in-law had an older sister working overseas, basically supported her family, and her dad was very skilled and hardworking. Blah, blah, blah. He was like, you take the potential wife, girl, young woman on a shopping trip. Whoa, I'm not gonna read that. Go digger. I should have thought about this a little bit better. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Here I feel we like go. You didn't like no, I'm reading verbatim what he's saying. I'm realizing I shouldn't have read this. Here's more advice. The stigma of marrying a Pinoy, there is no stigma. Really just jealousy and negativity on the part of the ones yapping their jaws. More than they are idiots. The divorce rate is less than 5% among the 10,000 USA men who marry a Filipino woman every year. The question is, do you want to go woman in happy marriage or failure in misery? Blah, blah, blah. Factors. They're also 90% Roman Catholic, very religious people, and the church does not encourage or allow divorce, so the people in that country grow up with cultural expectation that marriage is once and forever. He then goes on to say, go up to any young woman you like and start talking. If they ask if they have a boyfriend, if so, pass, leave. But many times if they say no, it means they never had a boyfriend. Many do not, many do want to and do remain virgins until marriage. That is the woman you want. Avoid any woman with a child or one who is not a virgin. Just ask. Most are very honest about that. Uh, but you have 26 million single unmarried women there. There are so much. There are so many who are virgins. You can be picky. I have lunch, breakfast, and coffee with them. After a while, you will find a few you like and that like you. You try to seduce them if you if they let you. What? If they are slut, dump them. You want the woman that says not until marriage and means it. He got a whole bunch of other stuff that he says here, but that's the gist of it. They think that these women are, you know, very pure in spirit, virginal. They're not really looking for anything. They know how to be wives because they are religious. You know, the various reasons. Okay. <laughs> so what's the question? Or the I, question is, do, do I you agree? feel? Yeah, do yes. you agree? You're like, hey, y'all should go over there and do it. Not agree because a lot of them just is always... Um, At least for the black dudes. They're always like, fuck black women. I'm leaving. So I'm familiar with this. Yeah. From when I was 18, I had some buddies that used to go over to either the DR or Puerto Rico. One of the two. But it was not to marry. <laughs> what was it for, Antonio? <laughs> what um, was it for? Was it shopping? <laughs> yes. They, they shopping. Yes, they were they shopping. shopping. <laughs> yes, they, they did. They were shopping for the women. I mean, they were shopping for various services and yes, products. Yes, some great services is what I heard about shopping for. What was it? What was it? What was, so, the, what was the main draw of them being like, is it was a, I'm a, you wasn't in the military at this time, no? Nope. I was, uh, was just regular ass niggas. I was just like, 
<laughs> yes, <laughs> what do they regular do? niggas that I do. Like I was uh, working at a retail store. These niggas were just other niggas that worked there too. Oh, okay. And like I said, I was the youngest person there. I was eighteen. These niggas and they like late twenties, early thirties. Yeah. And that was a thing. Like they take a trip. A group of them would go and like go to the DR, go to Puerto Rico, and. For them, it's because the women was fucking easily, and your dollar go real, real far. <laughs> Do it and now. so they like uh, Americans out there, mm. and they wasn't afraid to buy nothing either. So. But yeah, so like I said, I was hearing about this since I was 18, so like them saying it and like all of their like crazy reasons is like, y'all ain't doing a lot when I know my, my homies were just literally just like, <laughs> been going out, I'm right. just going over there to have a good time and then I'm gonna come home and, and I'm gonna have a black wife, black girlfriend, okay, black so- women. Like it wasn't like uh, they were anti other women so this new like oh I'm going over there for this specific reason because I don't fuck with y'all is is weird to me because like shit I have a homie right now that is currently me and him go to the gym together mm-hmm. he is currently in DR his exact by this time tomorrow I'm gonna be in DR with a fat booty Latina and a drink in my hand on the beach I said, I feel you. It's like, that's how life should be every day. I said, you're right. <laughs> but, and then he just gonna come back. Mm-hmm. It's not to go find a wife or anything like that. He's, <laughs> so all the people that I know that go do this, strictly go do it this to have fun. It's superficial. It's very superficial. And it has nothing to do with like, oh, I can't date women out here. Or I'm not fucking with them. No, no, maybe fully fucking with the women out here as well. So it's like, this ideology of oh the women out here are trash I can't say that I agree I've met virgins mm-hmm. like in America <laughs> let me be specific for you niggas like you yeah, niggas made it seem like virgins yeah. only we exist just don't in, exist yeah, yeah like uh you niggas I I think niggas Do I think that women (laughs) could do a better job in certain areas? Sure. Do I think that what they're saying is the answer to the situation? Not necessarily. It's a answer. (laughs) Like, sure, you can say, fuck all that women here. I'm just going to do something different. I don't have an issue with that really I mean I'm sure women might have an issue with that like right because that's the backlash right like y'all keep saying that black women are this way and now are leaving well why couldn't you just go <laughs> like what was the point of you trying to be like we well, all trash and now we on the internet talking about how tired you are of this specific group of women but I could also say that black women have been doing it too right so now everybody just being reactive and calling each other yeah. garbage so I'm like hmm. yeah so it's like <laughs> I I don't know I think that you could definitely find women out here that are all of those things I think that you also find women that are like 
in the process of becoming those things and wanting to be those things and not knowing how to present it. So I think that you meet women at all different stages. Um, maybe he has... If their point is that statistically speaking, you have a better opportunity of finding the virgin wife in a different country because virginity is like promoted differently. Yeah. Sure. I can't say that's wrong. I don't know if that's exactly what I'm looking for in my wife. Right, like, what is this whole obsession with a virgin woman from a dude's perspective? You tell me, like, uh, whoa, what is it? It's no, it's it's amazing. Yeah, you know, like definitely high value, mm-hmm. high value. Um, no one else has touched that. Like, even if you're giving head or whatever, that's that's nah. But no one's touched you, like. Yeah, no one else has fucked you, touched you, done anything like that. Um, that's me. Mm-hmm. So, like, your whole, like, real, like, view of sexuality and things like that in a real sense are are formed by me. It's just a nice feeling. It's really nice. It's just a nice it's, feeling. No, all of it is amazing. The yeah. fact that no one else has been, the fact that you're a virgin, the fact that you decided to give your virginity to me, all things like add value to like to this situation. So no, I definitely can understand where he's like, I want a virgin. Well, sure. Yeah. Everybody would love to say that now my wife only had ever slept with me. That's a dude thing for sure. That's an amazing thing to say. <laughs> That's definitely a dude thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't say that, but I, my signal like was my male. wife. Yeah, that is a male. That is definitely yeah. male egocentric right there. That is definitely. We're territorial. Yeah, I see. That and is. it's like marking your territory. And so now. <laughs> you are mine. I've marked it first and forever and mm. no one else marked it. Yeah. I have that claim now. Oh. That's. And then probably now it's probably seen as bigger because it's looked at as more of a rarity where back in the day it was probably more expected to be a virgin. Right. Like even in our society. Yeah. Where now it's like everybody getting popped in at 16. So it's like you got a child is what people are looking at you like. Or if you don't have a kid, do you think it's rude to ask? Not we already talked about this. When people ask you if you have a kid. No, I don't think it's weird to ask. You would want to know, right? Oh no, we haven't talked about this. Where no. someone, um, I think it's rude when women ask you as a guy, "Do you have any kids?" And you're like, "No," and they'd be like, "Why not?" <laughs> Bitch, why don't you have kids? I've never heard one say that. Don't you get that from? Why you ain't got no kids? <laughs> Oh man! I get it consistently. Really? Every time I say I don't have children. Wow. I don't know if they just expect me to have little motherfuckers running around or what, but they're like, well, "How old are you?" I let them out. How old are you? Kids? <laughs> I'm just like, I let them know. How old are you? Twenty-six. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and I let them know. Yeah. And then they're like, "You got any kids?" No. Why not? Why not? 
so if I had kids right now, that'd mean I'd have a baby mother. Mm-hmm. Which means that situation wouldn't have worked out. Which means that I didn't do a very good job of picking the um, mother of my children. Maybe I'm pretty good at fucking picking who should have my child, and I just haven't made a fucking mistake yet. Mm. How about that? But no, it's there. Just why don't you have kids? You want kids? So I just had one, just for the fuck of it. Just throw it out there in the world. What are we talking about? Well, you know, consistent, consistent. Why don't you have kids? Why don't? But I feel like if you ask a woman, well, why don't you have kids? She'd be offended. Yeah, she'd be really offended. What do you mean? What do you mean? You no think one's I belong in, in the you? kitchen? Why don't they like your vagina? Yeah, no one's just nutted in there and tried to give you a baby? What's wrong with you? Or you, have you been just aborting motherfuckers? Because that's the only two insinuations that I got now. So, if let's just be polite to each other and not say rude shit. <laughs> Talking about why did you have kids? I'm not asking no nigga why you got kids. Either A, I haven't gotten anyone pregnant, or B... They've made a decision to no longer remain pregnant. But both of those are, have nothing to do with you. <laughs> it's mostly my, my assertion generally. Um, I don't know. I just I haven't uh, had anyone, had any kids, haven't tried to. I mean, when I want the right person. I'm not about just be having kids out here. You got kids? And then their response is usually yes. And, but not all the time. Sometimes it's no, and then they're still confused that I don't have kids. Really? Are you like, do you think that the, um, they say now it's more women that are unmarried with kids, both of them, without kids. But it's only like 51% and then 49% is the people who have children. Uh. I would think like, since you don't have any kids, you'd run into more bitches that didn't have children. <laughs> Cause now they've outnumbered us, <laughs> so I'm like, y'all should go fuck with them. Huh? They don't have any children. They have nothing in there. They're nothing is going on. I mean, you should have sh- them. It's like catch twenty two. Mm-hmm. Inside of that number of women that don't have kids is also included the number of women that don't want children. Mm-hmm. So you have to take them out for men that do want to have kids. Mm-hmm. They don't count. Okay. Yeah. So sure, they don't have kids, but they don't want them. And if you do. That's not a situation that's tenable. Especially not in this country where they have, a, well, I mean, in this country, they don't necessarily have all the power, but I feel like they should be able to give them, like, responsibility as well. I mean, I guess they technically can. Have Who's the baby. like more women or yeah. men? But I don't think. Like, have the baby and then just be like, hmm. Yes. Go on about your life. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But, I mean, you shouldn't be able to make people be pregnant but like I said that would make it an untenable situation so no inside of there there's women that just don't want to have kids so sure I've met women that don't have kids but some of them like I have lots of uh, children around me so I don't want kids Mm. okay well I don't and I'd like some so (laughs) we can have some fun this could be cool we can Engage and, and be cool with each other, but I already know that this is not going anywhere far, and I don't got to worry about getting you pregnant. Mm-hmm. Cause you don't want kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna be an issue. <laughs> and if you do, cool. Cause so did I. <laughs> There's no bad do- downside to that, but also no longevity. Right. So, don't so yeah. ask. I completely slipped my mind. It's gonna come back to me though. For mm-hmm. sure. 
<laughs> I don't have anything else about the passport pros. Yeah. I just think it's a it's a concept that has been going on for a very long time, and I'm not sure if you know, on mass like black dudes just start talking on the internet. I would say probably because it's popular, like the Andrew yeah. Tate, the Kevin right. um, Samuels uh, recipes. Yeah, I think that has sparked like a lot of people who are able to articulate a different perspective and gain an audience and have a following and see For that sure. all right there's people out here that will support me especially during like this whole cancel culture um time where people are like timid to say like what they really feel and what they think yeah for the black women's i guess if you feel like i don't know like i never felt like black men were that just so fucking bad like it's just nothing that y'all do make me go i'm done <laughs> there's nothing that y'all do that make me go fuck you am i aggravated yes am i do i feel fucking feel with rage absolutely but it's never been nothing that made me go no more <laughs> i guess for me being a guy i've i've seen that most men are pretty similar i'll yeah. say that <laughs> Like, there's some cultural differences that you can get into, like, Hispanics get married pretty early. Mm-hmm. Um, former family bond can get pretty big. Uh, but Asians kind of, like, stay in the same household for relatively a long time. Like, whole generations will be in there. Uh it's usually that third generation that kind of, like, breaks the mold. And then they restart again. But other than that, like, niggas be cheating, niggas be hitting their women, niggas be lying, like, all of it. And when I say niggas, I just mean men in general. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, and I see all these men and I speak to them. So it's like, all right, well, if everybody's out here doing all the same things, it's just that it's presented differently and it's like, given a different like uh guys and but i also think that black women will accept a white dude that they think is corny because they feel like that's a part of his culture and like who he is yeah but wouldn't really necessarily accept that from the black dude that they think it's the same way that might treat them exactly the same and offer right. the same qualities because they probably see that white dude as like some weird ass prize or some shit it's that yeah. and it's like alright well you don't I don't date, fuck with black guys but you're the you're a weird black guy it's not I'm not a weird black guy I behave just like this guy over here that you say oh this is who I want to date now or these are the type of men I want to date exhibit the exact same qualities you're just projecting that I need to be this other person because I'm African American and that's not who I am so I think that but I think that happens on both sides. Like, I think that men who are, like, oh, all black women are, like, aggressive and hostile. It's like, no, nah, I found some that are, that aren't. Mm-hmm. I've had some that are. I mean, it it all comes and goes. Like, <laughs> like I had one that, like, took a whole lot of drama and bullshit from me. Mm-hmm. And didn't really do anything... Hourly until like and just like petty shit and then still nothing directly towards me it was just like 
causing like small part problems. But still, it was never like aggressive. Let me call you on the phone and cuss you out. And like our relationship and the way that we handled each other still remained peaceful, cordial, and like loving. I recognize that she was making other decisions that I didn't want her to be making. I was trying to get her to stop. But the way that she dealt with me still was the same. So it's like, sure. I've also had women that blow up on me and want to yell, cuss, and scream. But I don't think that that is indicative because these were two black women. I've had women of other races also want to do the exact same thing. Right, yeah. So it's... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, where is y'all disillusionment at? I just... Like, like when they, did they stop, like, really trying? Or, like, I'm not going to say, I guess, like, deep, not deep diving into, like, incel culture, but who is that? Oh, fuck is his name? Marty Martin. McFly. Martin Gold. <laughs> he, I think he, I don't know if he, like, a, I don't know what the fuck he be saying. I like his channel because he helps me see from a different perspective. And one of those perspectives was you hear a lot of, like, about, getting men into the gym and making sure you're healthy and improving yourself and the other side of the argument is well y'all not really thinking about like how women kind of choose mates and a lot of it is kind of like based on attractiveness if you kind of average to ugly you might not have a good of a chance even if you are doing all those said things improving your life working out making sure you have a good job enough to even take care of a woman like you might not even get those same chances even if you are putting in that type of work and i forgot my point you might catch a ugly niggas catch it when us beautiful niggas slip up with a good one and an ugly nigga is waiting in the wings and <laughs> he can talk decent, but he ain't really the best. So it's like, all right, well, I'll deal with you now because, like, you made me feel good and maybe it'll be better over here mm-hmm. where it ain't, like, that nigga where I know, like, I know what he can get. You, you might be safe and cool. Little ugly dusties. Ugly niggas will fuck you over too. Don't black oh, no, their fucking height. Them niggas. I just, just definitely the same. know because like, <laughs> there's a point where like your pretty privilege and like your devil may care and genesequa, all of that plays completely against you with women that you already have dealt with. Mm-hmm. Because now they look at you as potentially not, yeah, dangerous in a yeah. way, and like you could hurt me. There mm-hmm. we go, yeah, and because you've done it before. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what the, the fuck? fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> you could hurt me. No, you've done it before. This Ain't is no one asked you. This is not Excuse a high. Excuse me. Excuse me. Is, is not. <laughs> he could, right? Done it, madam. Um, excuse You've been me. hurt. <laughs> Ain't nobody asked you. You've been hurt. <laughs> no, no, no. That's Sadly. He, he could <laughs> hurt you. you. He no, could? No, yeah, it was could. no wishful thinking. He did it. And, and if you give him a chance, you might do that shit again. The probability is real high. <laughs> it's not even high. It's not high. Mm. No? Depends. I think mm. the probability depends on the person. And the way that y'all come back and engage. If he do it and then 
two weeks later you deal with the same nigga then sure yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's probably gonna get you smacked in the face again with whatever he did right you walk right into that but if y'all had y'all whatever and then like year two years or whatever you might be dealing with someone who's gone through some different shit you done gone through some different shit y'all could be in completely different spaces that's true they don't necessarily have to be on the same fuck shit as they were or you were before right now this is true I, I do think how often <laughs> is that really happening um I wouldn't say that's I like, think it happens a lot I think that how often do those people reconnect mm-hmm. I don't know how often that happens but I think that those two people changed quite often I think that in that year they were they became completely different people or right. not necessarily different people I think that they grew and learned things and I think that if they do reconnect that could be beneficial but I don't think that it off, that often happens I think right. that usually that growth leads people in different directions and they don't necessarily cross the, that path in the same way but I don't think that that's because like they wouldn't like work out in the same like way I think that that's more like you went right I went left and then we just never like circled back and and checked in with each other mm-hmm. to see if like how you been you a different person cause like that could be a complete dig like and shit a woman or a dude is gonna know like if you was dealing with her and she was consistently focused on like you taking her out and spending money on her and that was like one of your major like eggs or why you didn't want to like go for it cause ah, you seem like a bill bill and we not even in a relationship <laughs> I'm good right and she don't seem to be like pursuing you or handling you in that manner then it might be a different situation y'all might be able to engage and be cordial and then see where that goes or vice versa if he was more hostile more controlling and when things don't go his way he's upset and he's treating you a different type of way but now like you doing your own thing and y'all engage and there's no like hostility or anything like that that could be a completely different person I think that that's and not even necessarily a different person I think that's a completely, completely different situation where it doesn't have to become a relationship but I don't think that those are bad to explore but I do think that like you said it's far and few between because I don't think that they ever like really recross paths because I think that people make like arbitrary decisions and I'm never talking to them again yeah okay <laughs> dang I'm not talking to them right now maybe I'll speak to them again and maybe I won't but I don't really make like rash judgments I do nah <laughs> what the fuck for fuck you <laughs> there's nothing here for nah, me like, it's all done one of my exes when we stopped speaking fully in aviation school working to be a pilot mm. and everything like that and doing her own thing currently married with two kids and works in a hospital with like body parts wildly different person (laughs) nowhere near doing the same thing our engagement is completely different like how we speak to each other like so it's for me it's like okay well you over here doing mom life and running around with kids and dead bodies and and a husband I mean that's when I told you body parts it didn't come from live people (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) 
<laughs> it's just kind of funny picturing her with a fucking kid and a random ass arm like yeah. anyway yeah so it's like it's just <laughs> she's got a belt full of toes <laughs> yeah it's just whatever part of part you need and what <laughs> she was doing something before where whatever she used to go whatever you need <laughs> well like literally because like before she would go and collect the body parts Luckily, like okay. accidents and things like that she would go collect whatever like transplanted organ that they needed and take it to the hospitals in the area. Oh. And then she just recently <laughs> switched from doing that to like more quality control of like so when the organs and things like that come in. Yeah. Like analyzing them and uh, making sure that everything is good to go into the body or whoever they're transplanting it into. So but that, that is nowhere near the woman that I stopped speaking to. <laughs> what she was doing when I was speaking to her was doing airplane simulations and crashing planes and flying planes and all of that and that's what we used to speak about yeah and now she's into this whole science world and that's where her life is wildly different I don't think that if she was the same like antagonistic person or if I was the same we probably wouldn't have the same like a good dialogue But I think that other people also aren't willing to, like, allow people the space to grow and change. Let them do that away from me. (laughs) I don't think that they have to do it by you. That's cool. You coming back after I'll be like, I'm done. There's nothing else to explore here. What? What am I going to what do you want? Oh, my God. How are you doing? You got this, that, and that going on in the third? Cool. Bye. Like, this, for me, it don't be nothing else to, like, really explore. I don't nothing be in there like, oh, give it another shot, see where it goes. You be like, for what? After like, I was, I guess, so once I finished writing the book, yeah. the first book I wrote, she was one of the people that I sent it to to ask to, like, read it once it was finished and fully done. Yeah. And she did that for me and gave me her feedback. That's valuable. I would have cut off a person that is willing to, like, hey, let me look at your things and give you my honest opinion. Yeah, it's also 10, 20, 30 other people that could probably do that. So, like, no, no, I'm glad not. you asked her. That's not true. Because I asked lots of people, and lots of people said, sure, send it to me, and then didn't read it. Mm-hmm. So, my point is, I had a person that actually sent it to them and read it. Lots of my friends I sent it to said, oh, I'm going to get to it and just didn't have time. Didn't do it in a timely fashion. Which is fine. I'm not on anybody's ass about, oh, you got to do this, you got to do this. But those that are willing to, and so why dismiss a relationship that has value? That's a different kind of relationship. Exactly, but I'm not saying that you have to go back (laughs) and date someone because they've come back into your life. She's married with kids. We're not talking about nothing that's remotely date-worthy. We talk about body parts, me writing, with cannabis shops I go to, um, stewardship like that. What are good places to eat? Because mm-hmm. she is up in Michigan or whatever. And so when I go to Ann Arbor, she's in a local area. I ask her, hey, what are some good like Mexican places? So I know a good taco place to go. But... We only speak. I haven't seen her. It's not like she doing nothing weird or nefarious. Like, oh, hey, let's meet up or nothing like that. It's 
completely just like, hey, this is a valuable relationship where it's like, all right, I need someone that can do something for me. And that's just going to take time. It's just going to take you some time to read it and, and form some solid opinions and let me know. So I think that if you can cultivate relationship with people that are genuine towards you because y'all have genuine care because I've never really broken up with someone because I hated them. Mm-hmm. Like we might not have been compatible relationship wise but I don't dislike you as a person. I dislike you as a girlfriend. That's wildly different. I don't want to be in a relationship with you. Doesn't mean that I don't think that you're not a dope person. You could have been smart as fuck. You didn't stop being smart because I didn't want to date you no more. So for me, it's like, I don't throw the whole, it's like throwing the bathwater out with the baby out with the bathwater. Drain that bitch. Let the little baby toes slide down the drain Mm -hmm. because that is an exception to the fucking rule. That is not fucking normal. That is a happen. Absolutely. You've proven that. Cool. (laughs) But flush that bitch. What the fuck? Throw that goddamn baby. There's nothing else for us to say or do anymore. Like, whatever I would think I would get out of you, like, can we? Can I be cool if I see you in public? And I would be like, ew, can I even mean no? Because it don't really matter that much anymore. But like trying to reconnect and get to know you. Oh, what are you doing? Like, why do you fucking care? Because I don't care about what's really going on in your life. Like, not to the point where I'm just wishing you harm or anything like that. That would require care to be like, I hope you burn somewhere. No, I don't care about you. So that's just like filler but it was all temporary <laughs> yeah so you well, a temporary nigga like <laughs> yes you are see for me how I feel is permanent mm-hmm. regardless of the fact that I may be transient and I move and I'm flighty like that mm-hmm. like I may be future in the way that I move but the way that I feel and how I care about people is completely permanent like if I loved you then I love you now I didn't stop loving you because we couldn't be together I fell in love with the person that you are not the idea of us being in a relationship the relationship was the happy product of us liking the persons that we are it wasn't the inverse I didn't say hey let me date this person I'm not sure about and then found out oh I like them sure glad that I prioritized this relationship <laughs> no it, it's <laughs> always opposite oh I really fuck with this person and I would love to date them mm-hmm. but they is what I cared about in the beginning I fuck with you as a person now I want to be with you if I'm no longer with you it didn't stop you being a dope ass person now I can be a hater and be like oh this bitch is wack as fuck oh they did sure now we've had we can have in all relationships, I have some bullshit and drama and the shit that happens. Mm-hmm. I can focus on that. But then I also would have to focus on the shit that I was doing. Because you know how I am with reindeer games. Tony's going to give as good as he's getting. So now I'm like, all right, well, we was both on some trash. All right, well, that is what it was. Does that change the core of who we are? Not really. So if it doesn't change the core of me, it probably don't change the core of them. But I like who they are. All right, they just don't like their behavior. Behaviors change. People change. Me being stuck on your behaviors of the past and holding you accountable for them now doesn't seem valuable to me. Now, if you still display those behaviors, 
Far the fuck away from me, you must go. Because now what you're going to do is bring me back to a place where, all right, we can play these games. <laughs> but why? Why are we doing this? Because now I'm going to do it worse. Because now I feel like you came back to antagonize me for, for, for malicious reasons. Because mm. the first time, we could have messed around, hurt each other's feelings for and just not being, com- and not even necessarily compatible. Just not as considered as you need to be. You come back again and say, hey, I recognize and I want to move in a different way. And then you move the same way that you were moving before. After we acknowledged that the way you was moving before, we was moving before wasn't conducive. And then you continue. Oh, you came back to try and hurt me. You wanted some get back on off of something I did. All right. I want to be here. Let's play. Let's dance, motherfucker. Because I like this game. <laughs> I like to play in the rain. I'm not going to dodge none of these raindrops. I'm about to get as wet as you are. I promise you. And you're not going to like it because at the end of it, I'm going to be smiling. You're not. And so for me, it's like, unless you come to me like that, and most people don't. Most people don't come where it's like, hey, I want to be cool with you. Cause, but they also recognize who Tony is after the first go around. It's like, all right, <laughs> either we can be cool or he went or we cannot be cool completely which is fine That's as funny. well but it's not hey I want to be cool with you and then I'm going to try to do the same things I did to you last time because well when I did those last time I didn't get any of the results that I wanted no me neither but hey here, here we are no for me I, I guess now that I I think that was another realization I had the other day like where you where you like Somebody brought up the point, like, have you ever been in a real relationship or just a situation that just prolonged itself? She was like, some of y'all niggas married and don't realize you're in a situation. Have you ever been in a real one? And now that you said that about, like, oh, my feelings for you have not changed, I realized oh, I probably didn't love a lot of people. Or I said, I, like, you say you love somebody because you feel it, right? Yeah. But then you have this impression of what love is. And you don't really know what the fuck that shit is. Now I'm thinking, like, this is probably why. <laughs> probably why I didn't really love you. You look back in the eyes, I'd be like, I wasn't fucking love. What the hell is wrong with you? It just couldn't have been, right? You no, know, I've told multiple women that I've loved them, but there's mm-hmm. probably been... Three. That, like, I really meant it. Mm-hmm. No, I don't have an issue with any of the other ones that I didn't, that I said it and I didn't, because, like, again, like, if I love you, I'll love you for forever. But the people that I didn't really love weren't bad people. I just recognize now, like, what I felt for y'all was, like, really, really strong infatuation. We had an amazing time, and I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. But I never viewed that as, like, me moving forward with y'all in the future. Whereas, like, the other one, it's like, yeah, no, I've fully, like, tunnel visioned this all the way down to where I where I can see it going. So, and then for in that instance, it's like, but for, for me, for both, it's like, if I loved you, loved you like that, then there's not really too much that is going to change about how I view you as a person. If I liked you enough to date you for real and... I care about, I care about you still. Like, I don't deal with people on a consistent basis that I don't like. Mm-hmm. 
Like, even when it comes to sex, even when I was younger, like, young, dumb, and full of cum, like, Tony was still like, all right, I want to go get some pussy. And I would go get it. And then I immediately would be like, all right, I hate this person, though, that I'm around. So I have to immediately find out how not to be around them anymore. And then I have... I like to slash and burn. It's my greatest strength and weakness. I would delete and remove all ways for me to get in contact with the woman that I just um, engaged with. So that way I wouldn't cross that bridge again because I know that I don't like them. And then I would be very regretful because I was like, damn, I really wish that I could go and just enjoy that again and not have any responsibilities with it. But I recognize I don't really want that. So I removed the option for myself. Mm-hmm. But it's always kind of been like that for me. It's like, I'm not into maintaining a relationship with you if I don't enjoy you as a person beyond you being naked. Because if I only enjoy you when you don't have your clothes on, I honestly hate your personality. Mm-hmm. Like, you irritate my soul, and I really wouldn't spend time around you if you didn't have a vagina. And as soon as that's done I want to leave and so now I don't even entertain those type of situations but before it was like alright I would deal with this for her. and then it's like alright media how do I get the exit strategy alright T minus oh yeah no my military career was the best exit strategy time that I had mm. it was the best time two phone Tony setting up my second phone to text me and pretend like it was the base and there was a fire emergency and I needed to go back all right, play it, play on. Oh, yeah, no. And then if I was having a good time and I liked the person, because I would set it for everyone Yeah, okay. on first meet. Yeah. And if I like you, I ignore it. Mm-hmm. If I don't, damn, I have to go. <laughs> I need to immediately go. Damn. Damn. I didn't even see this notification. Shit, the I got to get back to base. Me, sweetie. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Every single one. Yeah. I have the Air Force yeah, needs you right of, now. All of you. They need uh, every I, single I, I gotta one. I got to go. I got to go. I'll see you. I don't think I've had an extra strategy like that. Yeah, no, no. I. When I, Tony was in his planning stage and, and really into the shits, no, I wasn't playing games. I'm like, I'm in and out with this shit. Because. I, I don't value the interaction like that. Mm-hmm. But if I fuck with you, then like we can have coitus sometimes, and then maybe we don't. And I just we just talk and we have a good time, and it's it's cool. But I, if I don't like your personality, I don't want you to be around me. Go away. Yes. <laughs> Go away. Go away. Don't you have somewhere to be? I would hope so. <laughs> I have somewhere to be. <laughs> I have Air a, Force. Yeah, I do. <laughs> the Air Force is gone. <laughs> That's some funny shit. I've been really lucky enough to like, I don't know. I guess it's a blessing and a curse, but the real like selective around who I like spending time with is it's not that many people I'm not for everybody and everybody damn shame for me I'm not saying that from now I have an attitude it's not that Ash has an attitude I'm not an attitude person I could be moody yet but I'm just different <laughs> weird as fuck so it don't bother with a lot of people black and white I just really figured that out like, ugh I have a tough situation on my hands <laughs> that I don't really experience mm-hmm because I've moved around a lot, so like I'm very good at just like. Yeah, you're gonna blend in. Yeah. I, I mean, I know how to meet people where they are now. 
I will say that I've developed that skill. I don't do that. No, I, well, I, do. I, I get what you mean by that. Yeah. Meaning where they're like not expecting to be something different. I just, I don't even do that. I just be them. <laughs> we the same. I just <laughs> come in and we are all exactly the same, and it is great. And then I be like, all right, well, now it's time to leave. I've infiltrated, mm-hmm. and now I want to go home. No, I yeah, want to go. You enjoy doing that, I guess. I mean, I don't know if you had to do that. I don't know. Mm. If you just... <laughs> yeah, when you said you enjoyed that, it sounds like, like something you'd be like, hmm, infiltrate. Like, it's no, not like well, planning a thought when it's that way. No, it's... I moved around a lot. So yeah. being the new kid at a lot of schools means that you have to, like, reintroduce yourself and have people relearn who the fuck you are and then try and fit in and not be, like, a weird kid and things like that. Or get picked on because it's like the first one, like I said, I went to three different elementary schools before the third grade. So it was like a new elementary every year, first, second, and third. <laughs> I was just always a new kid, being brand new people. All right, cool. Um, and then moving across the country and then multiple high schools. So just learning how to adapt to new environments. What is the norm here? What's expected here? What is accepted in a social from a social standpoint because laws and laws are going to be pretty much the same as everywhere in America but like the way that people operate out here you guys like a huskier man Mm -hmm. that's because half of y'all life is spent um, inside because it's colder so when people are huskier it signifies that they have a little bit of affluence because they can be out and about eating and doing things like that, which are the things to do in the wintertime out here. Um, that's not the same on the West Coast where you can be outside all the time. So the affluence out there is like you in the gym, you're moving around, things like that. But it's just, it has nothing to do with like one better or the other. It's just what's more acceptable. So recognizing that, recognizing what people expect. I recognize that out here I have a much tougher time with women. Mm-hmm. than I do in other cities. But it's because of what's expected of me out here and I'm not going. And that doesn't really seem to be like the expectation in other cities. Like, out here it's like a... Women seem like they want you to chase them. Mm-hmm. And they feel like... Niggas don't have no taste, and niggas ain't been nowhere, and so everything look amazing to them, and so <laughs> shit be average as fuck, and then be acting like I need to treat it like it's the craziest shit, and the fact that I'm not running behind it like everybody else is, is so <laughs> surprising, and I'm like, y'all all got me fucked up, and fix yourselves. He said no. He's the secret at best. <laughs> Stop. God damn it. Like, yeah. <laughs> Niggas that show me a C and be, look at this, man. Like, you met one. Mm-hmm. When we first, nah. I ain't gonna say nothing. All right, so I'm, I'm, gonna, just, give you, I'm gonna give you some clues. I ain't gonna say nothing. I'm gonna give you some clues. <laughs> hmm. It was before Charles was doing the show 
Mm-hmm. And before someone else had left the show, but not Marcus. Exactly. That's that's that that's how far. Mm-hmm. And then it's before that in like an interview session. I don't know. Terrible. I'm fucking him. Uh, You'll tell me later. Yeah. But yeah, hyping that up, like, it was <laughs> like the most amazing thing. And I'm just like, how? You know what? Matter of fact, so we can have a good conversation. One second. So we took a slight break to look for something that I didn't find. And now I'm just frustrated over all of this. Because. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Shit just be thick for no reason and niggas be like mesmerized and I'd be like, but did you see her face? <laughs> did you forget that fucking part? Like, did you forget the other part, nigga? Like, how many percentages, like, like how important is it to have a fat ass in totality? Just do the pie chart of body, face, and whatever else. So would you say body is like half the battle? No. Or not? Nah? How much? No. Nah. Versus face? <laughs> the first, I don't know. Like, just do a podcast. Right, if I tell you the things that are important to me. Yeah. Face is a good... If we're just talking about physical... Yeah. Face is a good 70%. Okay. Yeah. All right. 80. 80%. Yeah, it's a good 80%. If you're not, like... Gorgeous in the face, like I'm not really interested. Like you gotta have a, your face gotta be hidden. Like I don't want it to look like you didn't had a long time or like life has been hard for you or there is struggle. <laughs> like that's not the what I'm. Struggle face. Mm-mm, I don't want Yo, that. Yeah, them faces definitely be looking like they got the creases in their eye bags and shit and like. It just be looking like pale, but how you pale and dark skin? Like, <laughs> should be a fucking anomaly. Yeah, and I'm not told that. I'm just not like certain things. I'm just not accepting, and yeah. so definitely eighty. And then like ass and tits is about ten and ten. Okay. Yeah. So as long as you got the face in one of those, you got a ninety, and we we in there. So I mean. And realistically, if you got the face in either one of those, you still the eighty, and we in there. <laughs> if you got the personality, I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm not tripping off those. Would I like those? Yes. Am I tripping? No, because I like your personality. No. If you got the good face, bad personality, and neither one of those, I gotta leave. Okay. I don't want to do this, and I don't want to have sex with you. Cause like I like thicker women mm-hmm. Just like That's my shit And so if you like Uber skinny And I don't like you <laughs> So what you got going for you Your resume Ah uh, Hard for me <laughs> To get hard for you <laughs> So <laughs> We probably can't do this anymore uh, Yeah you're very beautiful though like I love the way your face looks <laughs> you know what else was a tragedy mm-hmm. fucking 2020 where people wearing masks I have a thing for angular faces faces yeah. that come down to like and yeah you, like I said nice little point at the end kind of yeah. 
when they wore the mask, you might get to, it looked like they got the little chinky eyes, and it, and then it looked like oh their face go go hit that angle. Oh, but that must be crazy. Oh, she cold under there, and then it come off, and then it's just average. And then I'm already like fully into like conversation and somewhere that I didn't expect to be mm-hmm. with someone that's average. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> so average ass. No, now I'm here and I don't want to like be that superficial. Because all right, I like your personality a little bit now, and I thought you had a great face, but it's not a great face. But it's also not a bad face. Yeah, it's a good face. That's the no no for you. It was cool until it wasn't. <laughs> and then that personality became trash and then it wasn't cool no more. <laughs> and I was like, ah, it's just another thing that you needed. <laughs> it, just, it just went out the window. Yeah, no. I, and, uh, I, now I, I, have I, to, I have to go. I came to that realization. Not that I just don't know if, like, the man for me is in Ohio, like, from Ohio, like, for real. Because, like, they so, for lack of a better word, cheap. I don't know what the fuck it is. They just don't. It's not that I'm looking for them to spend money, but like everything just be like so money based, but not in like a good way. It's a oh, certain amount of open mindedness that I think I need, and everything is a struggle. And yeah, like so oh, like, you don't need that, or that's just they're, they're always trying to like down talk you on what like whatever it is your standard is and they just don't want to meet it which is fine but it's a certain amount of open-mindedness that i need with my man like that's really uncomfortable at this point (laughs) it's just not something i could just be like oh i can deal with this like no it's not even like like say if you frugal that's one thing but a like an open-mindedness that men in the midwest just don't have and it'd be frustrating because, like, you'd be like, I want to go do all the things. And they're like, but why? And I'm like, because I want to. And they don't, they don't, they just, they moms can't comprehend It's not their fault. Mm-hmm. But it's also why I think, it's another reason why I think I kind of struggle out here. Yeah. Is, it's hard to comprehend something you've never seen. Right. And they know how to make it out here these ways. They ain't never seen that. And so, like, taking a step out on, like, belief on something that they ain't seen, like, work, and they know what they can work, and, eh, we don't need all that. We can do all this over here. And it's like, sure, we could, or, <laughs> or, 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 or just what, what the fuck? <laughs> we could <can> do this. <laughs> just real quick. Just, just, just try, try it. <laughs> so... No. Yeah, and that's them the other things. Like, how are we going to be living our life? You'd be like, I don't want to live this way. This don't, however you're living, is not exciting to me. And I'm not thrilled by that <laughs> at all. You know, yours is more physical. Mine's is like, oh, you have a house in Youngstown. Like, I don't give a fuck about that, nigga. Get the fuck I got And you just want to stay there. It's not who I am. It's not who I am. And... It's just not, it might not be popping. I don't know. Now that I really have to take a good hard look at this and like, I actually think it's time to fruit come with passport or whatever. <laughs> it's just not here, whatever it is that I need. 
Yeah. No, I can definitely say that. I say it definitely takes more effort to find um, women that I'm aligned with out here. Yeah. Sure. But yeah, that's all I have. Me too. Good body. Yeah, look at that. Well, make sure you like, subscribe, share, and uh, you know, tell a friend to tell a friend, tell a bitch to tell a hoe. You know, she young man, tell a pharaoh. And uh, Ash is over here trying to static shock my dog. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that, but we're out of here. <laughs>